I'm going to jump right into this today, FCC. And when I was coming up with this message today, there were a couple questions that I had. A couple questions I had. And I was asking God, how do you want me to preach this, Lord? Because I don't want to step on anybody's toes here. I mean, I don't mind stepping on my dad's toes. And I don't mind stepping on Frank's toes. And I for sure don't mind stepping on Curtis's toes. Amen? I probably stepped on all of your toes preaching before. And if I have, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. But know I do it from love. And know that I do it from... You don't know how many times I've sat right here in the service. Not in the front row. I chose to sit back by Stormy and Earl because it's easier to sit back there. Amen? And mom, my toes have been stepped on. And sometimes I'm like, ouch. And sometimes I'm like, I can't believe he said that to me. But in reality, it's like, God said that to me. God stepped on my toes. God pricked my heart. God said, you need to work on this. Amen? Amen. I want you to look up to where it says First Christian Church. I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to jump right into it with a scripture that means so much to me. It's in John 6. It's 25 through 27. It's only three verses. There's so much in there. I want to get right to it. And it says, when they arrived and found him. What's the first word in red? Wrong, Dad, again. I'm giving my dad five. Dad, I love you so much. I love you. Okay, too. first row. Uh, I'm, no, Marie, I, I start from the left and I go. I got it. Okay. I'm going to start over. What is the first word up there in red? Yes! Arrived and they found who? Him. They. They were on the other side of the lake, and they are the people who ate the fish and the loaves of bread. They were part of the 5,000. That's they. We need to know this when we read this. So that's they, and when they arrived and found Him, who do you think Him is? Dad? You've already heard this sermon. Okay. Amen. Give to my dad a I gotta quit picking on him, Mom. Okay. <laughs> they arrived and they found him. And where they arrived to was across the lake. And why they had went there is because the day before they had been fed fish and they had been fed bread. And when it looked like they had nothing, then they were full. So life was good. And then they woke up. And where's Jesus? He's not here. He's over there. And they hear through gossip and rumors that he's crossed the lake. So they go over there and they find him. And they said, and I want to say this together in red. Read it with me. Sir, why are you here? Meaning, why are you here? Because you were there, right? Why are you here when you were helping me so much over here? Why are you over there when I need you here? My relationship's in trouble here, and you helped me yesterday, so why today are you over there? So they're asking him, Jesus, why are you here? And Jesus says the following. The truth of the matter is that you want to be with me because I what? You want to be with me because I gave you stuff yesterday. Not because you what? But you shouldn't be so concerned about perishable things like food. No! Spend your energy. 
seek eternal life because I, the Messiah, I, the Son of God, I, Jesus Christ, can give you that life. You're looking for food. I can give you life. You're looking for cars. I can give you life. You're looking for computers. I can give you life. God the Father sent me for this very... What's the last word? Here's my question for you today. Why are... What's the middle word? See, I could read this question with different inflection, Mom. I could say, why are you here? Why are you here? But I'm reading it like this. This says, why are you here? Jody, why are you here? And where's Eric? (laughs) I had that on podcast so he can listen later. Carly, why are you guys here? Your mom drug you? Maybe. (laughs) Mom, why are you here? Serve God. Thank God she's here. Don, why are you here? Listen to you. That's the wrong answer. You're going to be way off base. Frank, why are you here? Darlene, why are you here? Shane, why are you here? Jocelyn, why are you here? Who doesn't want me to pick on them? <laughs> I already picked up. I'll quit. Fran, why are you here? Amen. Claude, why are you here? Chase me down? For those of you that don't know, Claude is selling beaded necklaces today at the swap meet, and it's for the good of the church. Can we give Claude a applause for that day? I have a reason I'm asking you, why are you here? And it's very, very important because look at this. The answer to that, because why you're here will dictate if you'll stay. I want you to stay. I want you to go here. Mom, you like singing more when we're full rather than empty, right? When we came here in January, we had 18, 19 people. We just came from the congregational church. We love that church family. They had like 10 or 15 people. I love that we are getting more full, but I really don't care about being full if we're not being changed to be more like God. Amen? The reason you're here will dictate if you'll stay. For so many years in my life, Biff, you and I, Susie, you, I, and Biff, we came to church because Mom drug our butts there. That's right, I did not say to you, Dad. Because on most Saturday nights, and I love my dad so much, but my dad, it'd be like Saturday night last night, somewhere post-Colorado field goal, that dad would have been like, oh, he'd be like, oh. Oh my! Oh, I'm getting that Saturday night headache, boys. Do you have one too? And Biff and I, in our pre pre puberty adolescent voice, would be like, "Yeah, Dad, <laughs> we do too." <laughs> oh, and then we'd still come to church, wouldn't we, Mom? We'd come to church and we'd sit with you because you didn't play every Sunday. And we'd sit with you and somehow it was mom and then, and then Susie and then uh, Biff and Bob and dad. And sometimes it'd be Biff and dad and Bob. And we'd be sitting there, but we would be under dad's influence. And he'd have a bulletin. And for years I thought he was like paying attention to the service. But he wasn't. <laughs> How many years did you work at Kawasaki? 
how I knew that he wasn't paying attention is I saw him one day. And keep in mind, Dad is not who we went to for help in math. I saw my dad doing longhand math. I mean, he had numbers from the top to the bottom. And he had all these numbers. And at the bottom, he had something circled. And it was an astronomical number. And I said, Dad, what is that? He said, that's the amount of seconds I have left before I can retire at Kawasaki. <laughs> and he'd bring that home and he'd tell Patty, you saved that bulletin. And Mom would be like, why, you want to look at the Scripture again? No, I know, I know how many seconds I have left. <laughs> the truth of the matter is, why you're here will dictate if you'll stay. And we want you to stay, but generally what happens is this. Someone comes in and they hear a message that they like, even if it's not great. I can completely understand if you would come in to listen to my mom play. I can completely understand if you come in because last week God answered a prayer for you and you have all those great feelings inside and you've got the goosebumps and you want that feeling every week. i got to tell you this, guys. I can't deliver that every week. My mom can't deliver that every week. And that's not to say good, bad, or indifferent. It's just to say I have went to so many churches where I couldn't wait to hear the speaker speak because they're so good, but then I go to one and the sermon doesn't speak to me and then I'm out. Peace out. Or I really liked the music before, but then I came back the next week and they're not really singing those. They were singing old hymns. Or I really like the old hymns and the next week I go, they're not singing hymns. I don't even know the words and I can't see them up here, so I'm out. Or we ask God for a prayer and we're like, well, they've healed this person and they've done these things and that church is full and these relationships are great, but God, you haven't done anything for me, so I'm out. So my question is, why are you here? But see, the people in the story this morning had another question for Jesus. They said, why are you, what's the word? Here, Jesus because you were here with us, and now we've had to chase you over here. It's like I come over to you, Colin, and I say, why are you here now? Like, you're Jesus. You were over there. You fed me yesterday when I was empty. You healed me yesterday when I was sick. You helped me win yesterday when I felt like a loser. You helped me feel good and help other people yesterday, but now I don't feel you. So now I'm over here and I'm asking, why are you here, Jesus? Have you ever felt like that? I know you all love Jesus. I know I'm preaching to the choir. But I know it's the truth that sometimes you're over here and you're like, I don't feel you anymore, God. Where are you, Jesus? And we feel like we have to chase Jesus down. Why are you here, Jesus? You know what's awesome about Jesus, though? He always has the what? What's the word? Answer. Every time. Every time. He had the answer. And the truth is this. Jesus answered them. The truth of the matter is that you want to be with me. The truth of the matter is that you want to know why I'm here and why I'm not still there with you because I what? Not because you what? That really hit my heart. That really hit my heart. 
Do you know what I usually start with in prayer? God, give me. God, I don't know what to say to the people today, and I, I don't, give me what to say. Now, is that a bad prayer? No, but when every time what you talk to God about first is what He can just give you, that is not biblical or pastoral. When is the last time that you have opened up a prayer and said, God, what door will you open up? Not for me, but so that I can do something for someone else. I know I'm broke. I know I'm sick. I know I'm addicted. I know other people are looking at me and they only see my weaknesses, but I feel like I have enough in me. If you open the door, I'll serve others. Do you want blessed from God, FCC? Do you? I do. Do something for someone else. Why are you here? And I'm just going to... Mom, this is the step on the toast part. Because this has been me at church. This has been me at church. I'm here. Mom, you, you drug me all those years, but I'm here because I know Jesus is real. I know God is real. I know He is. And I know He's fed me before. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to be stubborn here. If i got to go and find... I'm going to wait right here and He's going to come and He's going to give me something. He's going to help me out of this. He's going to do this. But I'm just going to come. And coming to church is enough. That's why I'm here. I'm here for attendance. I don't need to give in that plate. I don't need to volunteer at the swap meet. They've got enough hamburger for bunzas. I'm not going to volunteer for VBS. I'm not, if I'm here, that's enough. I have done that for far too long. That's not why we're here. And Jesus tells them that. The truth is, you're not here because you believe in Him. You're here because sometime He's gotten you out of something. And look what it says right here. If I would have been on that lake and I would have said, Jesus, <laughs> I know you just said that to me, Jesus, but isn't that, can you say that? Isn't that why you came? Jesus, didn't you come to help me? Didn't you come to serve me? Didn't you come to watch over my kids? Didn't you come to make sure everything's okay? Didn't you come to make sure I can pay my bills? Didn't you come to make sure the church would be full? Didn't you come to make sure I could preach? Didn't you come... You know what he would say to all of that? No. 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 Look at this. You see, Mom, I had it all wrong. I was over here and I said, He fed me. And then I went over there and I said, Jesus, why are you here? And he said, you're only here, Bob, because of what I can give you, not what you can do for me. And then he said this, the reason you have it all wrong is this. You, what, are, what, are the, what are those words in yellow? You shouldn't be so concerned. Bob, you're always chasing me down. You're always wondering where I am. You always seemingly can't find me because you're so concerned about perishable things like food. You're always worried about things like a belt. You're always worried about things like a TV. You're always worried about things like computers. You're always worried about what your car looks like. You're always worried about what others are saying about you. You're worried about things that die, that perish, that don't live. That's why you're always looking for me. And you're spending too much energy doing it. He says spend your energy seeking Him. Seeking eternal life. And it says that God the Father 
has sent me for this purpose. Can God's people say amen to that this morning? What are you, what's the word? What are you concerned with? Right now. I've asked you why you're here. We've asked Jesus why is He there. I've kind of told you about the conversation with Jesus, but it comes down to this. What are you concerned with? FCC, I ask you to close your eyes across this place right now. Right now. You see, what you are concerned with, God does care about. But He has so far more greater plans than what you're worried about, you can't even imagine it. So with eyes closed, I want you to picture yourself on the side of the lake where He fed the 5,000. And when you counted the women and children, there were probably 12,000. And they were all full. And you've been there before. God has answered your prayers. You've either been healed or everything's been going well or you have been filled with God's Holy Spirit and you think it's always going to be like that. But I want you to fast forward now to today where sometimes it feels like even though God is great, sometimes I have to chase Jesus down. And He knows you're concerned. But the truth is this, if you want to get to where God wants you to go, you have to realize that Jesus' concerns are far greater than your concerns. I need to tell you this today. I know eyes are closed across here, and some of you may feel the full weight of my fat butt on your toes. God doesn't care about your bank account. God does not care about the size of TV in your house. He does not care how many vehicles you can park in your garage. And He doesn't care about your neighbor's stuff either. That is all perishable. It is biblical throughout the Bible that the things that die are not of God and are not of Jesus. Oh, Jesus is concerned with what we may do with some of those material things. But in and of themselves, the things sometimes, God, I've asked for, you aren't concerned with. And we spend all of our energy. Think of all the time that you have spent concerned about those things. And Jesus is like, guys, stop. Stop. Stop it. If you gave half as much energy to being concerned about me, God. God is saying, if you, if you spent a quarter of the amount of time that you spend worrying about the Husker football game or, 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 or TVs or cars or even your job, or even I'm, I'm telling you the truth, I've seen it in my life, if you spend half the time worrying about God that you, that you do worrying about bills versus what you have coming in, oh, a lot of those other things that you're concerned with would be gone. They'd be gone. They'd be gone. And Heavenly Father, in this place today, we have some people who have concerns. And I ask today, I ask today, what are you concerned with? And I know I've done this a few times. I know we're going to be a few minutes late. And I know we have a swap meet. But this is important. And this was not planned today. This was not planned and for some of you, you may, you know, this is always a big chance, but I have the feeling today that someone is in here. I have a feeling today that someone needs to do this. We are not going to raise our hands. We are not going to just sit. I am going to ask, 
anyone in this church family. It may not be for you. It may be for someone who's not here. Today is a day to tell God that I have been chasing you too far. Lord, I have been wondering where you are when you've been inside of me this whole time. And as my mom begins to sing today, I invite you, if you have a concern, if you have been concerned with so many things, if you have been concerned with with so many things that you don't know where to turn, and now you know, now you realize, and even, even before this message, you realize, no, it was you all along, God. I didn't have to chase you across the lake. I didn't have to chase you across the county. I didn't have to chase you anywhere. But I'm going to chase you to the front of the church. I am asking anyone who has a concern this morning, even if it's for a loved one of yours, to come forward today. And as mom starts singing, I would love for you to come up. When you come up, you're not admitting you're weak. I'm the first one that's up here. And this is not a show. This is a need. Because for too long, God, I have sat in the church and I I knew I needed to go up there. But I had somebody sitting next to me who I thought they'd think it's weird if I go up. I I have people over there that there's no way I'm going to go up because you coming up doesn't mean anything about your belief in Christ. We're not doing an altar call. We're saying we have a concern. And Lord, our concerns are nothing measured against your concerns for us. Heavenly Father, as I invite people forward, for any that may come, and for those that will stay, I ask You to give that specific someone in here who knows they need to come forward the strength to do it. Please come and when you're ready. FCC, don't come forward because someone else is. Don't come forward because someone else isn't. Don't come forward worrying about what somebody thinks. Don't come forward because you think it's the right thing to do. Don't not come forward because you think you can come next week. You may not have next week. Heavenly Father, we already have people at Your altar right now. I'm not even turned around looking at them. I'm looking at Your cross right now, Lord. I am looking at who Your Son, who died for us all, has brought up front. And You know what concerns they have. Lord, they may be concerns for our church. They may be concerns for their marriage. They may be concerns about their son, or their daughter, or their stepdaughter, or their niece, or their nephew. They may be concerns for their health. They may be concerns for whatever it is that you know what they are, and you know that they are valid concerns. But Lord, today I am asking, with every ounce of my being, that You show them that what they are concerned about, it matters to You, but all those concerns will take care of themselves if we put more energy into seeking out You first. Why are You here? Why are we here? Look at this. Look at this. 
For those who are still seated, if you could raise your hands forward to those here. Lord, I say a prayer over every situation that's right here. There are some who are standing out there, and I say a prayer for them as well. I say a prayer for the people who are seated who may just not have the strength to come forward today, but they still have concerns. Lord, may Your holy power, may Your Holy Spirit, may the strength that You give us that can overcome everything, Lord, may You erase these concerns. Oh, we're still going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be things that we don't like. But may you erase our mind from always thinking about these concerns and put our energy and mind toward you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each person that's up here. And Lord, I thank you that you are a God who is far more concerned about us than we could ever put our energy into our own concerns. Jesus Christ, go with each and every one of us as we go back to our seats and finish the service today. And may we be reminded that Your love for us far trumps the concerns that we have in our life. And that we are not here to be served by You. We are here to serve others in Your name. It's in Jesus Christ we proclaim this over the body of Christ today. Can everybody say Amen? Let's give our Lord a round of applause today.